Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Getting Animated. I'm your host, Destiny, so let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. How are you guys? I hope all of you are doing well. Um, Continue being great and thriving in your day-to-day activities. I wish nothing but the best for you. I just felt like I should tell you guys um, just some positive things in case you don't hear them on a day-to-day basis. But you are great. You are killing the game, okay? You are out here popping. Um, so I have some podcast news stuff that I want to get out the way and then I'll jump right into the anime news. So I've been working on the end of the year podcast special. So stay tuned because I will be promoting that weeks to come. If you guys can do me a huge favor, please like and share and tell your friends about me. I would really, really appreciate it. But mostly if you can go on iTunes and leave a review and tell them how much you love me. I greatly appreciate it. Also, I had recently watched Liz and the Blue Bird. Uh, I will be doing a review on that, whether it be a mini-sode or a full episode. I have not decided what I want to do yet, but I am going to do one because that movie is off the chain, and that's all I'm saying. (laughs) So let's jump right into anime news. So Netflix's sci-fi-focused Twitter account announced on Friday, which is yesterday, um, that the new Ghost in the Shell anime is titled Ghost in the Shell Sack 245. The anime will premiere on Netflix in 2020. Now, I'm excited about this. However, here's the second part of the article that I didn't mention. Um, Netflix has also revealed the project will be in 3CG. Super depressed because I don't like CG. I, I'm trying so hard, but every time I see, like, an anime thing um, coming out as CG, I completely, like, kind of roll my eyes a little bit, just because I just, I can't get over, like, 3D, I just can't do 3D animation. I don't know what it is, I'm not saying that it's bad, and I've seen some bad CG, but I've also seen good CG, and I just can't get over the fact that it's 3D, like, I want it to be 2D art, I... I don't want to say I appreciate it more, but I just enjoy it a lot more. But it's Ghost in the Shell, so I'll try and give it a try, but we'll see. Next, which is really exciting for all my manga readers, Viz Media announced on Friday that its digital English Shonen Jump version will offer free chapters of the manga the same day as they debut in Japan. Um, beginning on December 17th. The former editor-in-chief of the Japan Magazine, who has worked with English version for 15 years, appeared in the video for the announcement. I had posted the announcement on my Instagram account, so if you wanted to watch the video, you can. Members who will pay $1.99 per month, so literally $1.99 per month, will be able to read backlog and a seven day free trial will also be available some of the titles that they have 
I'll include One Piece, My Hero, Black Clover, Food Wars, um, Hunter x Hunter, Boruto, Naruto, The Next Generations, and The Promised Neverland. Now, this is super excited for manga readers because, and the manga industry, because this will be kicking a huge dent in illegal scans now i'm not gonna lie to you as much as i'm against pirating things like that like half of the manga that i know about is from illegal scans now i'm not saying that that's a good thing but there's a lot of titles that we can't get in the united states and i've only learned about them through illegal scans so clearly you know if it's able if you're able to get it in the united states don't use illegal scans because there's no point but if you're trying you know if you want to broaden your uh manga reading you sometimes have to do what you got to do and a lot of the titles i would never even heard of if i didn't look it up um but i am happy because people won't have to pirate the ones that are on shonen jump because there's no need to because they're free like there's no reason for you to, to do the legal scans if it's available to you and if you want to like paying a dollar 99 a month for a backlog so you can read all the ones that you missed that's incredible and i think and i i just i generally am excited for people to get into manga because everyone always clowns mangas but they're really good and they make me feel just as good as the anime so i hope people get to experience that not to mention there's more than ten thousand manga chapters that will be able for you guys to read for free or at least for the $1.99. So definitely check that out. Please, please, please support the industry as much as possible. And then last but not least, um, we all know Super Smash Bros. has came out. And during the Game Awards, Persona 5 protagonist Joker was announced to be joining the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighting Game. Let me tell you, so I was watching the Game Awards freaking out. like. When I saw the Joker popped up, I'm like, Persona game? What is this? Why, why, what, what, what? Like, I was free, I was crying, I was freaking out, I was kicking, I was like laughing, I was over the freaking moon, and I don't have a Switch, and I want it so bad. I am super bummed because I'm watching everybody have all this fun on Super Smash Bros, and I'm over here like in tears, but whatever. I'm just so excited that. You can play as a Joker in this whole big game. I, it's just, ugh, I'm out of, I'm out of words for it because I'm so excited. But um, if you have Super Smash Brothers, please like let me know how it looks. I'm gonna be watching YouTube videos of the Joker play. I just want to see how it's gonna look. I want to see him beat up Pikachu. Like this is gonna be so much fun um so that's it for anime news this week i know it was super short but i have a super long topic time so i thought i could keep the anime news kind of to a minimum so let's take a break So this week on Topic Time, I wanted to talk about Shoujo. Last week I had Jay on and we discussed everything that was shonen and I thought it was only fitting to have a Shoujo episode. Now Shoujo is a very important genre to me just because one of the first anime that I ever started watching was Peach Girl and it's a Shoujo. So Shoujo has always been 
probably one of my favorite genres in anime and in manga because I'm someone who is very in tune with their emotions and I love looking at other people as they go through certain emotions and interpreting them a certain way and things like that. I'm a very sensitive person. So, so I'm actually really excited to do this episode because it's been something I've always wanted to talk about and kind of dive into the world of shoujo. Now, I want to put a disclaimer. Um, I will be talking about physical, mental, and sexual abuse because that is something, when you talk about shoujo, you can't ignore the dark side of shoujo and things that they um, portray in manga and anime and things like that. So I will jump all into that, but I wanted to put that disclaimer in there just so everyone knows. And if there's any triggers or anything, you can skip the episode or whatever. I I completely will understand. Um, So let's jump right into it. So what is a shoujo? Now a shoujo is a genre of anime or manga that's usually targeted for teenage girls. So around maybe 11 to 17. The stories usually follow around a young girl's relationships with the people around her and what do most teenage girls think about boys so most of the most of the shoujo that you'll watch or you'll find will be heavily influenced with romance and one of my favorite things about shoujo and I think one of the reasons I really loved shoujo was a lot of the inner monologues a lot of the mini person inside their head that would talk to them One of the biggest things with shoujo, they want to bring out the emotion. They want you to know why this character is doing it for whatever reason. And a lot of them are like over animated and it's literally me. Like I literally would watch a show and start cracking up because I would feel that overwhelming pressure to cry but you still have to like put on a brave face like little things like that so that's probably one of my favorite things about shoujo is just that whole feelings aspect to it but when you talk about shoujo you have to talk about the dark side of shoujo and it's frustrating because yes teenage girls think about boys you know that's normal but the boys that they pick are not always the right ones which is a very real world thing but it just I hate how they kind of romanticize it a little bit so for example let's talk about say she was um in peach girl if you haven't watched peach girl I've spoken about it a million times before on the podcast but say was basically um this evil girl uh kind of frenemies with the main character in peach girl but she ends up falling in love with this guy and he was just like the worst person for her he was manipulative he lied to her he even paid her or tried to give um abortion money he was just like the worst person and when you start looking at shoujo's and you start watching the girls and who they fall out fall in love with you see a lot of guys like him like you see they're either abusive physically or they'll push themselves on them Um, I remember reading a manga where the guy basically pushed himself on her and like began kissing her and stuff and she kind of just was very uncomfortable with the whole situation and in the end like 
she would revert back to it kind of like PTSD like she's like re rethinking all the horrible things that he did to her but then thinking like oh maybe he really cares for me or maybe he just did that because he didn't know how to express my or his feelings and it's just like no girl like he tried to abuse you like no you know and it's it's that dark side of a shoujo that a lot of people don't talk about like some of our favorites has that darkness to it there's still that that it's okay or that romanticizing of physical and mental and sexual abuse because they're in love or because it's their feelings like and one of the most frustrating things is there's never like an adult woman in their life that's like hey maybe that isn't a good idea like they're always taking advice from their friends and as you know when you're 15 or you're 16 and you're dealing with relationship problems another fellow 16 year old may not be the best person to confide in you know there's never an adult and I really hope as we go into shoujo and things like that it gets better with similar role models people especially women like adult women role models who are saying oh hey you know that's not such a good idea and maybe he's not the right one for you and someone who can kind of be that big sister or that teacher or that mom figure who can come in and and help our teenage girls instead of just their fellow friends example um if you're currently watching bloom into you which is a yuri but it falls in under, under that umbrella of shoujo um there is a scene where the girl is trying to figure out her sexuality and she's just kind of in her head about things and there is a role model who is a coffee shop owner who talks to her who happens to be a lesbian but she's just like you know you people are going to tell you it's a phase but look hey I'm grown and I'm living with my girlfriend and just it was such a refreshing scene and it knocks the taste of oh it's just a phase or oh you're just you know thinking about it too hard or something like that and knocks it in the face and put such a refreshing feeling on just Yuri and the type of thoughts that these teenage girls go through and I just thought it was so breathtaking looking at something so positive and seeing that you know there's other people other adult women in the world who are going through the same things you went through and who understands where you're coming from and I just wish more of our shoujo protagonists were able to get that um now I want to talk about some of my favorite shoujo now I made a short, short list because I didn't want to go on too long because I know I was going to ramble on. But let's talk about the one and only, one of my favorites, Oran High School Host Club. Oran Oran High School Host Club, um, or I'm just going to say Oran Host Club, is one of the best series I've ever seen. Like, it... As far as shoujo goes, it hits it right on the head. Um, all the characters are lovable and just so sweet. If you don't know what Oran Host Club is about, I would—I don't want to like explain it to you because everyone should know what Oran Host Club is. Like, come on now, Oran Host Club is the goat of all. <laughs> Oran Host Club is the goat of all shoujo. Like, it came out in 2006. Um, 
it's available on Netflix. Just go watch it. I don't want to tell you anything about it because it's so good. And to be quite honest, if you haven't seen it yet, shame on you. Um, <laughs> I am definitely shaming you right now because Oran Host Club is just a delight. It's such a delight. It's funny. Um, it has a little bit of romance, but not too much where it's over the top. And it's just, it's really good. It's really good. So I definitely recommend that. Next on my list of favorite shoujos, we have Kimi ni Todoki. Now this one is heavily romance based. Um, it's basically about a girl who is very, uh, she's scary. You know, people look at her and think, okay, maybe she's like a little bit cuckoo or crazy or whatever, but she's in love with this guy who's a complete opposite of her. He's sparkling, he's sweet, and he's actually a really sweet uh, boyfriend main character. And with all the main characters in this show, like from the friends and everything, it's just really good. I know there's one particular after season, cause I've watched season one and season two, and I want to get into the manga. So that's gonna be on my to-do list. I know one of the side characters, like one of her friends, one of Sawako's friends is in love with the teacher and that gets a little weird. That's another thing that's like a, a touchy, weird because you think it's romantic because it's like, oh, forbidden love. But then you think about it like that's a grown teacher <laughs> flirting with someone who's like 17, 18. And it's like, mm, you're, you're, you're a creep. But um, I don't know too much about the relationship between the teacher and the um, and Sawako's friend. And I'm going to have to watch it, like read the manga and find out. And I'll let you guys know if it's as bad as I've heard. But I don't think it is. I'm praying it's not because it's one of my favorite mangas. Or one of my favorite animes. But we'll see. Uh, Kimini Todoki or the English title From Me to You is just, it's so good. It's so good. It hits it right on the head with emotions, with just feelings and miscommunication all the way. It's just great. It's great. If you love Shoujo, you'll love it. Lovely Complex. Okay, so Lovely Complex, it came out um, back in 2007. Now, a lot of the best Shoujos, in my opinion, came out in the early 2000s or late 2000s. I I love it. I love I think it is like the coolest thing ever. Um, <laughs> uh, Lovely Complex is about a short guy and a tall girl and they're friends and then they end up falling in love with each other. And I basically wanted to review this for, I think it was Valentine's Day of this year. And I got around to watching the first couple episodes. I think I actually did talk about it on the Valentine's Day episode. This show is so good. I like it. I finished it. Um, I don't remember what I was saying before, so maybe I didn't like it in the beginning, but I do absolutely love this series. Um, I started watching it at first, and it was really good. I wasn't too into it because it was something that I was like, okay, I hear a lot of people talk about it. They like it. I didn't see what the big deal was, but as I started getting into it and you started loving the banter between the two of them, it is so cute. It is so, so cute. It kind of reminds me of um, me and my boyfriend, like just 
how we all pick on each other and that friendship aspect turning into a relationship I just I loved it so if you can watch lovely complex I definitely recommend it it will have all your uh, romance shoujo comedy needs in one show I promise you obviously peach girl is on my list but I didn't feel like talking about it just because um I've always ranted on it and I feel like you guys are just gonna get tired of me talking about peach girl because it's a great show but it isn't that great of a show you know what I mean for me to be talking about like it's not like a Naruto a shoujo or anything like that um if you do want to talk about the Naruto shoujo the greatest anime of all time we could always talk about Sailor Moon Sailor Moon is obviously a shoujo that is filled with romance along with um, some bad ass sailor scouts whooping up bad people. <laughs> it, it's a classic and you guys already know this. I want to kind of give you guys things that maybe you don't know about so far. But Sailor Moon is obviously on my list and so is Peach Girl. But I just didn't want to overdo it. Um, my Little Monster is uh, a very very shoujo-esque romance based filled um it's basically about shizuku who only cares about her grades and then she meets this boy who is a troublemaker he basically like flips her whole world upside down as they always do and um she ends up falling for him and it ends up being a huge thing this is the first real relationship she ever been in and it's it's really good um, it's one of those you feel good when you watch it type of shows. Um, I haven't. I literally watched it once and then never picked it back up again. I definitely do recommend it because I remember it was very good and I really did enjoy it. So that's it for this week's topic time. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to be doing um, another episode um, about Liz and the Blue Bird. I finally got to watch the film, so I will be reviewing that sometime in the near future. So don't you worry it might be um a mini sold maybe uh i am going to anime and trap music and holiday matsuri next weekend so if you are going to be out there holla at me uh i'm going to be there on saturday the holiday matsuri and then i'll be at anime and trap music on saturday you can buy the tickets at cortastic um i have some exciting podcast news happening probably next episode you guys know the end of the year is coming which means an end of the year episode burn, 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 burn. so i'm working very hard to bring that to you um stupid noise right there. um i'm working very hard to bring you a well-organized podcast episode and i don't know we're gonna figure all that out so i have some exciting stuff so we'll see how it goes um i will be talking to you guys next week Bye.